Hello, this is Skylar Bats with Between the Notes. Today we have Kat Kylie here telling us about all her new music and what's going on in her life today. I hope that you guys stay tuned and enjoy the podcast. Again, thank you to the parlor for having us and for always making everything go so smoothly. We love you guys. Simone song. Um, my name is Kat Kylie. Um, I am a singer and songwriter from Rhode Island, and I work mostly in the area of rock, country, and blues. Um, yeah, so that was my first song. It's called Take Care of Business by Nina Simone. Uh, she's one of my favorites. And the next song I'm going to play is a song from the 80s that needs no introduction. You'll probably know what it is before I even start singing. from me to make 
things right You need someone to hold you tight And you think love is to pray But I'm sorry I don't pray that way Once I ran to you Now I'm run from you This tainted love you've given I gave you all and boy couldn't give you Take my tears and that's not nearly Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. So now I'm going to play one of my original songs. Um, and this is the first song that I ever wrote. And um, I just remember I produced it with Skylar, who's here. And um, I remember I wrote this song in high school. And when I heard it played for the first time after Skylar produced it, I was like, oh my god, this is really happening. Like. I really wrote a, the whole song. <laughs> and I was like, it sounds so cool, and I'm very happy with it. It's on Spotify. And this song is called No Man's Land. Yes, I am no man's land. I'm a neutral party. And when you talk to me, all that I can say is I'm sorry that I'm I'm wrapped in chicken wire and you're all throwing bombs Well, I guess we're all just sleepwalking, of course Oh, of course Yes, I am decimated to live in hell I've seen the worst in you, babe, but I've seen the good as well and why are we fighting, darling? Look deep in your heart Because, Lord, oh, I know That it's tearing me apart Because I know that you don't wanna hurt me And I know that you don't care And I know that you love me And I know that it's not fair Oh, and you know that I'd never leave you No matter which one you are But for now, I'm gonna Fade to dark. 
Yes, we had some critters, honey, but now that's in the past. And that missed us all together. Why did I think that it could last? And now my heart has battle scars that you will never know. My body is a battlefield for you, oh, for you. Because I know that you don't want to hurt me now. really noisy pants and I'm very nervous that they're like making a lot of noise. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I was trying to be punk rock, but I don't know. Okay, so um, that was my original song. I'm going to go back to playing cover and then I'm going to go back to playing original songs. So I have always really admired Johnny Cash. He's been one of my favorite artists and I really admire the way that he uh, took on like social justice when he was live and when he was making music. And um, this song that I'm about to play is actually the first song that I ever played live in front of people ever. Uh, and it's Folsom Prison Blues, and I played it at Burnside Park in Providence. <laughs> I hear that train coming, it's rolling round the bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when But I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on That train keeps on rolling On down the sand and tone Just a baby, oh my mama told me, son Always be a good boy and don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno Just to watch him die And when I hear that whistle blowing I hang my head and I cry Well, hello, everybody. We are here with Kat Kylie. 
How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Well, was that fun to perform after like a year of not? Yeah, <laughs> I've been, I played a little bit on Block Island when I was there, um, but it is certainly, uh, it's certainly different. It's not as much like crowd engagement and it's a little, um, I don't know, it's a bit, it's, I don't want to say it's a letdown, but like when you're playing for like <laughs> a really small group of people and they're like, you're like, ah, oh, dang. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of had that today, too. I mean, there's yeah. there's three of us here. Yeah, I was saying, <laughs> I at the beginning of quarantine, I tried to do, like, a streaming concert yeah. thing. And I, I was like, that. this is that. way more nerve-wracking than, like, playing in front of people. Because I can, like, see people. And when I am playing in front of yeah. the, the screen, I'm just like, I have no idea what anybody is. I can't take the temperature of the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's really odd. I mean, yeah, it's also super weird because you're like, is everything working properly? So then yeah. the, you're like thinking, am I playing right? Is yeah. this working? Yeah. And then I'll get like people like my relatives will be on like the chat and be like, I can't hear you. And I'll be like, okay. okay like well. restart, redo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's been a weird time with that, of course. Mm -hmm. But the upside of that is make more music. Yes. All throughout that. Yes. Which you were just saying you have that new song. Yes, so I do have that new song. Are there other songs that you have? not released yet there there are a couple that i haven't released yet that i've been working on um i just put one on instagram my nice. dad saw it and was like you shouldn't put songs on instagram <laughs> until they're done <laughs> i was like thanks um but i have been working a lot on like getting better at playing guitar mm -hmm. by myself and playing piano by myself and i also that last song that i played was a song that got me into music school um because awesome. thank you yeah they were like you have to do a demo and i was like okay well i've got to pull something out of the like a demo that hasn't been recorded before and Oof. i was like i have to pull something out in like a weekend and and uh make it so i was just like i'll just pull this one out of the vault and oh, yeah the vault mm -hmm. yes <laughs> i have so many vaults as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh well you and i have known each other for quite a while mm -hmm. and that this is going all the way back to Girls Rock or, or Riot now. Yes. Um, the artist formerly known as Girls Rock. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, it's been a while, you know, and like you were saying, lots of music produced. I'm standing over there singing your songs. Like <laughs> I've heard this song at least 150 times. Yes. At yes, least. Yes. Um, and, you know, how does that make you feel when people are singing your words? Um, it's crazy. Uh, I hope to hear it more. Um, like the feedback on my first EP was really like it was so amazing and I didn't expect uh, anybody to listen to it at all and there are people <laughs> who are like my aunt was saying that she was listening to it in her car with her husband and he was like he was like who who's singing this song like yeah. this sounds really good and she was like this is cat and he was like oh my god what like and I was just like like it's crazy that I come up on like people's People will send me like, "Oh, you're in my Spotify like yeah. discover, or you're in my like whatever," and it's cr it's so wild to see. <laughs> I, yeah, of course. I I mean, he I I love when people when you're walking down the street and someone's like, "Oh, you you did that thing." Yeah. And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, that one. Mm -hmm. I did that one." Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like the same thing. You're like, "Wow, someone recognizes me," and I mm -hmm. I think that's like a weird thing that you have to kind of get over eventually at one point. Yeah. But it's a weird get over thing because it's not something you ever really get over. It's yeah. Kind of just you get used to it. Mm -hmm. I play. I I uh, I've been working and living on Block Island since I was, or not living there, but I've been working every summer since I was 14. 
and I've been singing with a band out there since I was 14, and I get that a lot on Block Island where I will be like waiting tables, and I've worked so many jobs and I'm out there and I'm waiting tables, and I'll be like in a big rush, and I'll be like, hi, my name is Kyle, can I get you? And they're like, you the girl that sings down the street? <laughs> Are you old enough to be working here? And I'm like, yes. You're <laughs> yes, like, I'm I do short, but I am old enough, yes. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> the best was people would come up to my dad and while I was singing and uh, or like my family members or people who knew me and like people who didn't know me would come up to them and be like, that girl, she's like 13 years old and her mom won't let her play at the bar that her mom owns, so that's why she plays over here at this bar, Captain Biggs. And my dad would be like, uh-huh, none of that was like, correct. Keep going, keep yeah. going, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. uh, so is it different playing at shows here than mm -hmm. on Block Island? Yes, I feel like on Block Island, uh, people kind of come and they want to hear um, like the certain songs that they want to hear because mm -hmm. it's like you're playing to people who only stay there for like a week so they'll come and they'll be, it's like part of their ritual for staying on Block Island it's like they're like every time we stay on Block Island we go to this thing this night and we go to Captain Nick's on Sunday night and we listen to the Young Guns which is the band that I'm in um and so like they want to hear like they want to hear the songs that they always hear they want I'm like I can't think of any of the songs that I list <laughs> right now but like <laughs> yeah, they yeah they kind of they want to hear like well we don't do cheeseburger in paradise but you know they want to hear like dreams everyone does dreams by Fleetwood Mac like they want to hear the songs that they want to hear That's but I think when I play out out um, like uh, in Providence and on the mainland I can I have more freedom and I have people aren't coming expecting to hear something from me so uh, I have more freedom to play kind of whatever I want and I can be like oh I can play like. Mitski and yeah. people will know what that is. <laughs> yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes, they will. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> or at least I hope so. Yes. Uh, but now tell me, how do you find your creative aspect of making like one of your songs? Like, let's say No Man's Land. Where did that come from? How did that? Um, no Man's Land, I wrote that. That was the first song I ever wrote, ever. And I uh, wrote that when I was in high school. And I was, uh, my friends were, f were in a big fight. And I was also, at the same time, learning about World War Two. Nope, <laughs> World War One. And, uh, <laughs> like, I was kind of felt like I was in the middle of the fight. And I was, like, I've, I was watching a documentary about uh, World War One because I had to. And they were talking about how No Man's Land is the part that's in between the two sides of fighting, and it is like, it got destroyed, like decimated. It's the part that was the worst, like nothing grows there mm -hmm. anymore. And I was like, that's kind of how it feels to be in the middle of a fight of any two people uh, or any groups of people where you're like, I love you both, and I don't wanna hurt either of you, and I know you don't wanna hurt me, but like, this is hurting me so much. And um, I think that like, it, it, for me, even though it's kind of like a, like a small childish situation, it kind of led it lends itself to be more than that in the way that I think about it, where like mm -hmm. it can apply to like a relationship or it can apply to lots of other things. Uh, yeah. yeah, which is always good with a song because then you can have it for years. Yeah, you know how there's some songs that just like fit that one month of your life, and then you're like, I can never use this again. Yeah, <laughs> I've certainly <laughs> written songs. Yeah, I've, I've definitely made songs like that where I be like. I, I sing it again, and I look back at it, and I'm like, okay, girl. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, you were going through <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm I, like, 
This, I, this helps somebody. It already helped me, yeah. and I'm done now. <laughs> this helps somebody else now. You're like, go for it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Keep listening. I remember producing that song with you, too, and I remember, like, finishing No Man's Land. I'm like, oh, my God. That, that yes. ending. The end. I wish I could play that live <laughs> so bad. The end. The was, I remember you playing that. For, for We were both just like, this is so cool. Yeah, and <laughs> I think that might have been, like, one of the best feelings, too, yes. in the studio when, when you're like, oh, my God. Oh my god! I, like, just, I just made dumb. that. That sounds awesome. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like yeah. <laughs> and that was like my first venture into writing songs. And I remember I would play it like live in. I would. I used to play like ukulele. I used yeah. to busk on the street, and I would play it on the street. <laughs> and I would like hope that somebody would be like, "Hey, that's a cool song." And then I'd be like, "Gee, thanks. It's mine that I wrote." But um, here's a card for re- record deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was hoping for something like that. And then I I was playing like something and uh, somebody had a ukulele and they were like cat come up and play and i was like okay well the only song that i have memorized right now is this one that i wrote so (laughs) you're all gonna hear it and everyone was like oh my god when did you when did you write that and i was like i don't know like last month which is so funny because didn't you start playing music on ukulele yes i did yeah Mm -hmm. because after a while that song transposed onto yeah yeah and which then, is great. And then keys came into the mix, and then mm-hmm. we were like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so going through all those different parts of um, being a musician, mm-hmm. which instrument do you think you connect with the most? It's hard to say. I think it's it's kind of dumb to say my voice, but I think, like, no, my, dumb. No, <laughs> my dumb. voice is the one that I, f- I trust the most. Like, mm-hmm. I trust myself with the most because I've been singing for longer than I've been playing any instrument mm-hmm. and I I feel like I can like get up in front of anybody with any band as long and be like okay it's if it's in the cave okay great and I can <laughs> I can start singing but um, I still have a lot to learn on piano and guitar but uh, I do really love playing guitar I think it's really like I've always dreamed of being able to play like rock and roll guitar and then yeah. I just this amp is new and it has all these cool filters on it and I'm like oh my god I'm really playing like rock and roll guitar now because I have my spider six amp (laughs) but like uh yeah and I I I realize that I have a lot to learn but I think second to my voice would be guitar okay Mm -hmm. all right yeah I mean I feel like that is always a big question with people Mm -hmm. and the reason for that is because like myself included, I feel more comfortable on guitar. Mm-hmm. Is it my best? Not at all. <laughs> but yeah. it's something that I, I connect with the most. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not 100% sure why, mm-hmm. but I always feel like that's a really important question for artists because, mm-hmm. I don't know, guitar might be just your go-to because you know it the best. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So people have their go-tos, but then they also have their favorites. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that that's a thing to like highlight sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is my favorite, but this is my go-to because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Uh, so I used to act. Yeah. yeah whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. That's a really strong <laughs> word for it. <laughs> but yes, I did. <laughs> are, that are word is carrying a lot of. <laughs> it's doing a lot of heavy lifting right now. Are we still acting now? Um, I would like. It's kind of. I've kind of shifted the focus of okay. my life. I like over quarantine. I quarantine started when I was in my second semester of my third year of college getting a theater degree mm-hmm. and I I was like I can't I need to take a semester off at least because I don't I, blame you because <laughs> I can't I simply cannot do school I cannot do online school um and 
I was really fortunate that the pandemic happened when I was in college and not in high school because I, at least I had the ability to take time off, whereas like in high school you can't. Um, but I, while, while I was taking time off, I was like, I don't really think that theater is the thing that I want to do. And like, it never really has been. I was just sort of doing it to get a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sort of started looking at music colleges. Uh, and everybody that I know is kind of like, yeah, no, duh. Like, why didn't you do that before? I was one of those people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, everyone was like, I, already, I thought you were going to college for music. I was like, no, I was going for theater. But I think, like, in the future, I would really like to act. And I'm working with um, my friend Caroline that you've met um, and her sister. And they're working. Her sister is a... Uh, getting a comedy degree at Emerson That's and Caroline cool. is a film degree and yeah. she's like we are we want to make a TV show and we want you to be in it and <laughs> I was like okay okay cool um so I like I'm definitely not opposed to it but I don't really think I want to go to school for it anymore <laughs> no of course I, I yeah. totally understand you know mm-hmm. things shift and people yeah more vision comes out of yeah. everything and everything but you know, it's. I think it's good that you're doing what you want. I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of people don't do that, mm-hmm. and I think it's a, an important thing to do. Yeah, I think like quarantine is quarantine has obviously sucked so much. Like it has sucked <laughs> so much. But I think that I did a lot. Like it made me look into like why I was doing the things yeah. that I was doing, and I definitely wouldn't be. I would be in a completely different place right now if um, that if it didn't happen. So I mean, like. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, which, mm. I mean, it's such a cliche thing. It is but it, such it, a cliche it, thing <laughs> But it's so true, say. though. I hate that I even said it. It's, but it's like so <laughs> true, but it's so cliche at the same time. Yes. And you're right about the whole quarantine. I've heard this more than, than once from people. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's probably the best thing that's happened. And I'm like, yes and no, but it also just gave everybody a second to, like, breathe. Yeah, you know? definitely. Because I feel like like anywhere in the the world but everyone's just so go 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 mm-hmm. or you have to go to school you have to go to school and yeah. then you go to school and you're like i hate what i'm doing yeah like, yeah yeah and unless you're like really gung-ho about doing what you're doing it's not going to make you happy for it mm-hmm. so you know it, i think that's a great thing that you figured out what you wanted to go into and, and that you did it you yeah because a lot of people do not do that thank you yeah it's, it's i'm a good excited thing. <laughs> well you should be yeah. <laughs> You're moving too. You're moving pretty far. Yes, I'm Not going to street. London. <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, BIM col- uh, BIM institution. Yes, it might it be good to know which college. You're it going no, to. it's called it's called it's the British Irish Modern Music Institute. So okay, cool, I call cool. it. We there's a thing on Block Island that's called BIMI. So my dad Got and you, I call okay. it BIMI. Um, but I'm like, it's not called that. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, very cool. That's mm-hmm. super exciting. And do you know what you're going to be majoring in? Yes, I'm majoring in songwriting. Oh, very mm-hmm. cool. Even better. Yes. It's <sighs> I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just go full full force. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I was thinking, I didn't go to music college right out of high school because I didn't think I was good enough at playing music. Mm-hmm. And I was like really scared of, I went to a college in Nashville and a lot of people, that's why a lot of people thought I was going to music college because Nashville is kind of the place where you go if you yes. want to sing. <laughs> but um, I was like super scared of being judged and I thought that I would like enter in this world and that like all of these musicians would immediately be like, you don't belong here. And it took me like sitting and playing my own songs over quarantine and like playing guitar and playing piano to be like, I'm just as good as yeah. anybody else. And it like gave me a lot of confidence in myself to be like, yeah, I can, 
I can do this. I can do yeah. this. And I had already made an EP and an album. And I was like, I have an album yeah. and an EP. I can. And a single. And a single. And another single. I, I was and like, a couple I can, singles, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like, what did we produce? I yeah. cannot remember. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, I have the cred to yeah. back me up. And I, th- I think so many musicians need to realize that, too. Like, mm-hmm. You don't need like a label to be yeah. good enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just need the confidence. You need the drive. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people either have the drive and don't have the confidence or have the confidence and don't have the drive. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, it's, y- you need both. Yes. And, you know, I, I even struggle with that, too. I'm like, mm-hmm. am I good enough to do anything? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I yeah. think so. I <laughs> think that's go. very common <laughs> among artists. They're like, uh, the imposter syndrome sets in. Yeah. As, as soon as you do anything and you're like, yeah. oh, my God, why, who am I to even stand yeah, up on exactly. this stage? Like, but mm-hmm. I think, like, if you want to do it, you got to do it. Yeah. And I think people, and I'm, I'm glad you realized that. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope other people start to realize that. Mm-hmm. And quarantine helped people realize that. But it's a hard thing to do, even in, but from a woman, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that yeah. even makes it somewhat harder. Yes. I know, myself included, with yeah. doing production and things of that nature, it is so hard. Yeah, because production side is a sausage oh, fest. Oh, it is. Oh, <laughs> 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 I that was is. like, but, and I've definitely been like, I have played in a lot of bands that were all guys and I was often the only girl and also like the youngest by many many years and it's really intimidating to like walk in and you you have to like own the fact that you you have to own what you don't know and own what you do know you have to be like I might not know this and this but I have value here and regardless of whether you think I do or I don't I do and I know that I do and that was something that I it's hard to I had to take this time of like inward reflection to to learn that because mm-hmm. when I was I started singing on stage when I was 14 and it's very hard to be like I know what I'm doing when you're 14 because I'm like I certainly do not no, no. know anything <laughs> at all. Yeah. I mean, I I even feel like though no matter how old you get you're never going to know it all and that's an okay thing. And I think that's the really hard thing about learning when you're in college, too, because you have all these professors saying, no, 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 yeah. you can't. Or if these adults saying, no, 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 you can't. And you're like, I'm an adult. I'm yeah. not 14 anymore. I'm an adult, too. And, yeah. <laughs> and I'm good enough. And, like, I feel like you have to convince other people while convincing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be the hardest part. Yeah. Being 21, turning 21 is weird because I'm like, oh, no, I'm, like, a real adult. Like, when you're 18, you're like, <laughs> I'm an adult, but, like, you can't go to bars yeah. and stuff. When you're 21, you're like, oh, no, I'm actually a real real grown up now like, I'm a real boy and like. I, I yeah I'm a real boy and like if somebody if somebody like like you were you're allowed to say to people like you can't speak to me that way and I was yeah. like oh my god I like when I was a kid I was just like okay you can treat me however you want yeah I know and I, I really think that that's really the big difference mm-hmm. when you start getting older and, mm-hmm. stuff. and I think that really applies to music as well I mean it really applies to any job that yeah yeah absolutely but I feel like music even more so because you have so much stuff going against you that mm-hmm. you are you have to constantly fight to get to where you want to be mm-hmm. and it's an uphill battle mm-hmm. more than it's not yes. you know? yeah <laughs> and you know I think the more that technology and social media come out the harder it is too mm-hmm. because SoundCloud, right there, you got about 50,000 producers and 50,000 rappers. Yeah, it's insane. That you are now fighting against. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be one of the 
hardest things and people don't realize that until you like get into the nitty-gritty of it mm-hmm. like you heard how many times did i say to you at night make sure you post on instagram yeah Kat. you like <laughs> i know your producer you'd be like an excellent manager because you're like okay you need to do this like here's you need how you get your engagement up like you're very oh, good at so... like moving and shaking in that it's, way uh i appreciate that i'm like <laughs> I, i've heard other clients there they're like you're like a what is it? Quadruple threat. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thank you. I think, uh, you know, and, but that is the part that is so hard because mm-hmm. even when you're producing, you're also managing when you're also managing, yeah. you're also trying to make sure yeah. this person sounds good. Yeah. And, and, and you know that from yourself, from like, you got mm-hmm. up here and you're like, this is going to suck. And, you're, <laughs> and everyone's like, no, it's not. But like, you already had that in your head. And yeah. that, that's the point where you got to like, mm-hmm. again, Uphill battles. Yes, uphill battles. <laughs> uphill battles are it. But, you know, and I mean, your performance was great. And, Thank like, you. even though you haven't performed in a year, <laughs> you probably practiced so much during that year. Yes, yeah. So, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think self-reflection, practicing, all of that mm-hmm. is, like, key aspects right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Watch TV all day? I think that's what I did, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did a fair share of that. This was the first year that I, I took a year off of school, so, like, usually... I would be heading from Block Island and then go right into school. school, And it was so weird being like, I don't have to go to class. Like, I have no, I don't have anything to do today. You are lucky. Yeah, I know. My roommate and his girlfriend were both like, so what's it like doing nothing? (laughs) Like, it's kind of great. You know, some hand I'm like, I wish I did that. The other hand, I'm like, I, I rolled over, turned on my computer, and went to class. Yeah. That Those were my days. Yeah. And I don't know how much it, I really learned this yeah, year. Yeah, online school is so soul-sucking. It's incredible. Yeah. I was, so. Yeah. Well, I did, like, half a semester of it, and I was like, no. You're like, I'm done. I, am ab- I simply cannot do this. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't blame you. Yeah. You know, I think uh, half the week, I was like, as long as you get dressed, you're going to be yes. this week. <laughs> And I, I think that's something that mm-hmm. a lot of people have said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay. Yes. Very <laughs> but much. I'm so glad that things are starting to get better. You know, uh, things are starting to become normal-ish. Yes. Ish. With, with ish. I got my first dose of vaccine. Me too. Um, I'm Moderna. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I am hope that it was kind of weird because I turned 21 in pandemic and it was, uh, my mom owns a bar. She owns the Yellow Kittens. And um, it's weird cause to explain this to you because you know <laughs> it's this. Okay. But it's okay. <laughs> um, and like my whole life or, not my, or like since I was 14, I had been like waiting to turn 21 because that's when I was able to go to the bar. And then it was like, as soon as I turned 21, it was like, no, you got a pandemic. And like, it, you could, I could go, but it wasn't the same because it was. I told you redo. Just, yeah, just, I'm like I get. I'm not twenty. I'm not twenty two. I'm twenty one. Um, yeah. Um, nope. <laughs> we're turning twenty one. Let's, at the let's same redo time. a birthday party. Let's yes. redo everything. Like, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Nobody will really know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like it's just fine. Just don't look at your driver's license, and you will never know the difference. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> just make a song like Taylor Swift. Call it Twenty One instead. Oh yeah, <laughs> like Adele's album right. Twenty One. There you go. See, yeah. look at look mm-hmm. at that. We're already done. Mm-hmm. You're still 20. Look at you. <laughs> Delete this footage. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for coming. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about today? Or um, did, did I hit all the points? Um, I want to talk a little bit about Cassandra because I feel like I it. explained it all really you. badly. And I, whenever <laughs> I, it's one of my favorite songs I've ever written. But whenever it. I <laughs> put on the spot to explain it, I sound like an idiot. Um, <laughs> but I wrote that song in, 
I guess it was 2017, and that's when um, Brent Kavanaugh was being uh, like put through his the ringer, kind of. Not that he doesn't deserve it, but uh, <laughs> and um, Dr. Christine Ford came uh, came up and bravely uh, said, like, this is what he did to me, and I don't think that he would be fit for this office. And it really, uh, obviously, that was really like a moment in kind of a lot of women's lives and they were like oh like this is something that like we all knew separately uh and then uh it's on such a public stage to have everybody see her speak and see her uh give this testimony and be very professional then see him be the exact opposite of that and then still have him get his way uh was really disheartening and i wrote that song it's called cassandra because it's about um the Greek, uh, it's about the Iliad, I believe, and Cassandra was a Trojan prophet who, um, she was cursed to always tell the truth, but um, no one would ever believe her, and I I was just, I remember like reading the news, and on, and I just like thought of that, and it kind of like, like something came over me, and I wrote the whole song, um, but I, I have explained it on a different podcast that I've done with you, and I was like, I sounded like total idiot when I was explaining it. So I, was, I just I wanted I'm to like, clear the air. I'm like nodding my head, yes, this is correct, Kat. Yeah, <laughs> like keep I've going. heard this before. <laughs> but I was like, even when I just played, even when I just played it and then tried to explain it, like, I, I, I can't explain it in like a short amount of time. I'm like, I just shouldn't you know even try. Some, some songs are not supposed to be short descriptions. Yeah. It's just the way of the world. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, and I, I, I agree with you. I think that those kind of songs need to come out more mm-hmm. for the person, and, and mm-hmm. I, I think that your description was great. So Thank you. So do not just fret. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. well, awesome. Well, mm-hmm. I'm again, I'm so excited that you got to play. I'm so excited that you were able to come today. Thank you. I'm um, so excited to be here. My first yeah. on-camera interview. I know. Thank you to the parlor for having yeah, me. Yeah, thank you, parlor. <laughs> Greg, Eric, you guys rock. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, well, we will see you guys next time with uh, Between the Notes with Motif. We hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast, and we just want to thank our sponsors. Bolt, Trinity Beer Garden, which opens on May 1st. Then we also have Studio 121 for editing and also producing these podcasts. We want to thank Dash Bicycle. And we also want to give a huge shout out to R1, The Parlor, and Blue Cross Blue Shield. Thank you all guys for making sure that we run smoothly. We love you all and we hope that you guys are having a blast listening to these podcasts. Again, this is Skylar Bats with Between the Notes.